Business has always been about turning a profit, making money. But can it stand for something more? Something beyond dollars and cents? We think so. We think that today, business has a higher calling, a purpose to be fair and just, to do right by their workers, customers, communities, and the environment. And it turns out companies successful doing that also do better for their bottom line. When you see the Just Capital seal, it means this company is a force for good. Visit justcapital.com to learn more. I'm uh, happy to do it. it well, I'm excited to do it. You should be happy. Week. You somehow I know the guy for 30 years. Mm-hmm. I should be in his damn Hall of Fame. You know him for a little bit and you got in the Hall of Fame. There's right. people there's people coming to me saying, "I can't believe I'm not in the Hall of Fame." The, the Weave Hall of Fame. That's not about quantity, Keith. It's about quality. Very well said. Very well said. I have no retort to use that word. I don't use that word very often. I have no retort for that, Mr. Stone. It's a good word. That's going to get you back in the Hall of Fame. I think I'm in. I don't think I've been ejected. I could. He probably has the authority to take you out of it. Oh, absolutely. Like it. I, our next guest, I don't, I have to ask, I, I, I can't remember the, the, the list. I know that Tom Mole was on the list. He was very happy about it. Ray Ramella was on the list. He was ecstatic. Sean Murray, Northampton AD, he was on the list. But I don't know if our next guest was on the Hall of Fame list. Mike Blouse, were you were you inducted into the first class of the Andy Weaver Hall of Fame? I do not know, so I'm going to guess that's a negative. Uh, but the, the the standards must be very very loose if Tom Moles in that. <laughs> Well, and Murray too. I mean, you know, this is supposed to. This no, is, no, Murray, Murray. Murray deserves it. Murray deserves. Mole does not. I, I get it, but at least Mole worked <laughs> ever so briefly in Nazareth. Murray has no, it, I don't. and this, and, kidding, and, and we're talking about Mister Nazareth here, Andy Weaver. Except, never, never mind. I mean, you know, uh, I, I I could say something, but I'm not going to say it. But he's got. <laughs> once again, he's milked me for extra minutes of time here. Um, yeah, he's good. He's good at that. Oh, that. no one does it better. Um, anyway, we we love you. We're just kidding around. Um, yes, at least some of us do. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. Mike Blouse, you were working with uh, uh, Sean Murray this past week. Um, mm-hmm. Up at beautiful Al Erdesy Stadium, correct? That is correct. Yeah, yeah. I finally Great get the host, I finally get the and... venue right. I finally get the venue right. I thought it was at that other field, but anyway, big time uh, lacrosse action. We have our champions in EPC. Any uh, a bit of a surprise there with the with the uh, Pleasant Valley win? Yeah, I would say that was a, a surprise. I mean, certainly in the regular season, they showed they were were, were capable. They did defeat. Uh, they were the only District Eleven to defeat uh, in Mass. They still are. Uh, they beat them 15-10 in the regular season, and they lost by two goals to Easton um, during the regular season. But they also lost a couple games that, you know, maybe they weren't supposed to. They went into the uh, to the EPC tournament as the number three seed, and they, they immediately knocked off uh, Easton in the semifinals, convincing they led at halftime and, and led throughout and, and you know, got, got great performances uh, from – from their seat, their two seniors, Alexandra Bush and, and Brielle Mackinac, um, both, uh, I think they entered the, the playoffs with a combined 155 goals, which is a lot. Um, and, and then they did it again to Emmaus in the championship game. You know, they were uh, in control, I would say, throughout. Um, you know, so, 
Yeah, it was a, it was a great performance. It was big for Pleasant Valley. I mean, their their program just started, Keith, in 2016, so mm-hmm. they're still a young program. They were kind of building to this season uh, for a long time. Um, like I said, Alexandra Bush is is the the, the coach's daughter. Uh, Tony Bush is the head coach. Um, you know, and they they started lacrosse up there and helped to start lacrosse and at the youth level. You know, in, in Broadheadsville. Um, uh, you know, uh, a decade ago, you know, and this is kind of a uh, payoff for them to, to win the Eastern Pennsylvania Conference Championship. And, uh, you know, they, they, they deserved it. They were, they were dominant. Great for the uh, Monroe County portion of the EPC because, they you know, they got – they're out totally of the softball and the baseball. I'm not sure what they did in track. But uh, – and I don't know if they have any volleyball teams come to think of it. I'm not even sure if they play volleyball up there, but that's a big win for that, that neck of the woods. Yeah. Pleasant Valley is the only lacrosse program in Monroe County as, as far as I know. Um, so yeah, it, it is, it is certainly a big for the school. Um, and, and, and the Bush family, like I said, mom's the coach, mom's Tony. She's the coach. Uh, the, 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 there's two star players, but, but one of them is Alexandra Bush. She's the oldest daughter. Then there's Devin Bush. Who's a freshman. She scored three goals in the championship game, and and Dad is uh, the scorekeeper, so it's a it's a family affair there for for the, the Bushes in Pleasant Valley. And um, of course, the other champion, not a surprise at all, right? We expected that kind of, right? Right. Yeah, Central Catholic. I, maybe what we, what I didn't surprise, uh, what did surprise me a little bit was the dominance with which they 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 won uh, in the championship game. It may, or Easton gave uh, Central Catholic its hardest game of the season uh, in the EPC uh, during the regular season. It was 5-3, um, and Central came out on, on Thursday night in the championship game and just blitzed them. It was 4 nothing in the first three minutes, um, you know, and they, they just they just kind of poured it on. It almost reached the mercy rule. It did not quite, um, you know, and the final was 16-7. It's just a um, – Central Catholic. I mean, they 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 their their win streaks at um, thirty games, um, but this season was maybe not quite as dominant as last season, um, and maybe thought they were a little bit vulnerable. Um, I was texting with another coach in the EPC before the championship game, and I said, you know, I think Easton's got a good shot at them, uh, but but that that was not the case. Um, Central Catholic was, was looked good. They looked like they did last season, and and uh, Coach Kevin O'Neill, who's a first year coach but was on Dan Dolphin's staff last last year, said, "Yeah, you know, we we it, it does bring back memories of last uh, season, um, and so did uh, Ben Scandone, uh, the senior valedictorian at Central Catholic. He had two goals and five assists in the championship game, and you know the, the district is, you know." Uh, it would be a shocking upset if they did not win district. So, um, you know, they're they're going to be in the state playoffs again in all likelihood. And, you know, we'll see if they have another run in them. I think they do. And I think, you know, because I really could use some help on the baseball and the softball, but I think you're going to be busy with the Central Catholic uh, boys lacrosse team all the way. Where they play that championship out at Hershey, right? Um, or was it they no, move they played, it? They, last year. I got to check. Uh, Westchester Henderson is where oh, they played okay. last year. Okay. I, I think that's probably where they're okay. at again. This okay. Year. All right. Um, I think you're going to be busy with them. I mean, I, they look dy- like dynamite to me again. 
And uh, I know do. I know they graduate a lot though. of guys, but uh, I mean I I follow the scores and and wow, I mean they're I think they could be almost as strong as they were last year. I don't know. Yeah. It's an interesting program. Uh, I was talking to Coach O'Neill. They only have 27 players on the roster, and they don't have a JV team. So, you know, they don't have huge numbers, and they're and they're kind of young. Two freshmen scored three goals in the championship game, James McCarthy and Michael Restino. Um, but they have, and, he, and, and Coach O'Neill said it, they have great leadership. Um, like I said, Scandone is the valedictorian. You talk to him, Keith. You know, it's impressive. You know, he's, he's he's intelligent, you know, and he's intelligent on the field, and he's good, and he's fast. So, you know, he's a great, great, uh, you know, starting point. And, and he might not, you know, Chuck Kaczynski's the, 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 the defensive player. He's the MVP in the EPC. He's going to Syracuse. Mm-hmm. Um, so between the two of them, they really have two, an offensive and a defensive, I mean, just, just real standout. So those are two good places to start. And they – but they are. The roster is is a little bit younger, um, and and that coach and Ben Scandone both talked about this. They don't have the depth they did last year. They mm-hmm. don't. They don't. They can't. You know, run players off the bench with the quality they had last year. But yeah, you're. You know, it, we'll see what else is out there too. You know, you know how that is in state. That that's the you know a big determining factor. Well, I don't want to put pressure on them, but I I expect the big time run again, and it's. We we've said it very often over the years. Only thing harder than winning one state title is coming back and doing it again and repeating. And I, but I think they have the they have the seems like they have the ability to do this. I don't know. We'll see. We'll we'll find out. Yep. Uh, on the girls' side, uh, now how many? Th- maybe you could set the scene for me a little bit and tell me about. Uh, we have a little pause, I guess, and then we start districts yep. when this coming week, I guess, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah, Thursday are the quarterfinal round games. And there are no quarterfinal round games in Class 2A, Keith. In, in Class 3A, there will be two games, two 3A boys games and two, a, two 3A girls games on Thursday. Um, those are the quarterfinals because in both brackets, Keith, there are six teams that qualify. Okay. So the first two teams get, get buys, mm-hmm. and then three plays six and four plays five to advance. Um, so – 3A become 3A boys becomes wide open because you take Central Catholic out of the mix, all right? Then you got four teams, Parkland, Emmaus, Easton, of course, and Freedom. And I would say they're all capable of winning. Um, you know, you might rate Easton a slight favorite. Um, Parkland, you know, right behind them. And, and um Freedom and Emmaus are certainly capable on the boys' side, so that that'll be an interesting, you know, little bracket there. You you throw you add in Nazareth qualified and Delaware Valley. Um, it's it's a sub regional, so Delaware Valley is going to be thrown in there. And Delaware Valley, I got a well, I guess uh, I think Delaware Valley is going to end up being a top seed. I got to see, but um, so, but uh, I would I would be surprised if 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 you know they didn't. Uh, whoever advanced in the semifinals didn't knock off Delaware Valley. So that's going to be wide open. Girls, it's pretty much a repeat of, of the, uh, the EPC championship. Pleasant Valley will move to the number one seed be, you know, by virtue of mm-hmm. winning the EPC tournament. Um, Easton and Mass, of course, both, you know, quite capable. So that's going to be a bit of a repeat of the uh, EPC tournament. How are the crowds out at these games? Crowds are pretty good. Crowds, uh, it, it was good. The EPC, 
does a good job. They, they played the girls' championship at five, and then between games, you know, of course, they award the you know the uh, the, the the championship medals and trophies, but they also do the uh, the uh, all star teams in between there. So, right. you know, you see all the best players are there, and their coaches and their families come. Um, so it, it was you know between games there, it, it fills up. It gets close to filling up the uh, the home side. Um, it's not quite filled up, but no, you do get good crowds for these games. It's, mm-hmm. it's, lacrosse is you know. Uh, Taken off a bit here, you know. No so doubt about you, it. The last couple of years, yeah. The last couple of years, you you get you get decent crowds. It's not like football, Keith. You know that, but um, you know it's 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 you know it's taken off. It's great. It's great. And uh, you're enjoying yourself covering these games. Great kids. Absolutely, I I do I do have fun. You you know how it is. You go out there and you know bust chops with uh, Sean Murray and Ray Ramella. Those are the two guys that were in charge of the EPC from from. Uh, uh, from the conference, get to watch some games. They even, you know, have a little runner, get us food and stuff. So yeah, no, it's it's, it's a good time, and uh, you know, it's 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 a, it's a good setup. It's a good setup. Repeat what you just said. They have a runner. What did you say? <laughs> they have a runner who grabs us some food. My boy Stefan. He's been doing it now for, I don't know. Six or eight years, he was when he started. He was just a, a young man on the youth uh, Northampton's youth lacrosse program. Now he's a junior, um, and he's he's on the team. And he uh, he'll run from the press box to the uh, to the snack stand, and he takes our order and gets us what he wants. And and we tip him too, myself and, and Kyle Craig uh, from Lehigh Valley Live. We, we give him a tip. Yeah, tip him. Wow, yeah, I do. Yeah, wow. Well, hey, I mean they're getting us. They're not. They're not charging us. You know. I mean that's the kind of program that that Mr. Murray runs over there at Northampton. Just give the giving. So uh, it's the least we can do to tip Stephen. You know. You know that I buy. You know this, right? <laughs> I buy, folks. People think that that's like that free. I I the hot dog coke bag of chip shtick that I do at Page Park for the softball. That's out of my pocket, brother. Nobody feeds oh, me. I didn't, I, no I did one feeds me. Yes, I Are do you, that. I don't. I don't. I don't know if I believe you. To be honest, <laughs> I, I, I get a discount, but I mean, still, <laughs> still, I buy for the community. I am that kind of a guy. I'm like, hey, let's enhance the fan experience here at Patriots Park. Let's do a little trivia. Let's let's give away a hot dog, coke, and a bag of chips, and we have fun with it. You get fed. Well, you get fed. Well, I'm, man with your I'm a man. Salary. I'm, I'm, I'm a man of the community. I give. I'm a giver. I'm not a taker. I, I'm, I'm not, I, I give. I do not get. Hey, hey, hey! I do not get your salary. Let's get that right up front. <laughs> no, you Big get more. You get call. more because you work for Liberty. <laughs> and you look for that wonderful, fantastic, unbelievable Bethlehemia School District that produced Andrew Stone and many others. Yeah, Mike. Please don't give yes. Keith any ideas with this snack runner. That's potentially really bad news for me. Please, please, just yes. don't give him any more ideas. It, it is convenient. He comes up three, four times a game, smile on his face, talks to us a little bit. It's great, Keith. Uh, I don't know what you're missing. Well, I will say this. I believe it's in my memory is a little foggy right now because I'm just stunned that they do this for you at lacrosse. But I believe they do give you a little order opportunity and you could, at the football games. Um, so I think I th- and I do I know it, it when Northampton hosts. Thanksgiving, I think they have a big box of donuts and stuff like that. And wow. 
That's you know, wow. they they do do some great things there. I I know that, but right now, I mean, I, no one's going to be running for me uh, at Pates Park, or nobody's going to be running for me uh, for the baseball. I don't even know where I'm going to be yet. I might try to be. I yeah, don't, where are you going? Where, I have you no got idea. Big, you got no a big idea. Week yourself. Well, I think I'm going to be at baseball tomorrow, weather permitting. We'll see what happens. I don't know. So it's crazy. We're trying to get you involved if we can. I, I, I did send a message to uh, uh, our boss, and we'll see what happens. I'd like to – because I can't be everywhere, man. I just – I'd like I'd love to be, but I can't be. So, um, Well, if our boss is listening, please let me know before an hour before the game so I can make appropriate arrangements. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But anything else, and I'll let you get rolling as we uh, – uh, I'll give you no, a break. You know, we, we got this, hey, back to back. This is big for you. Back to back weeks on the show. It is. It is the first time. I well, maybe the first time ever. Usually, you like to to space them out a long time because the reader or the listeners uh usually need a you know need some time to to recuperate. Yeah. Well, it's something like always want leave them wanting something more. You know what I mean? Leave them something <laughs> yeah. more. Yes. You don't want to give it all in one yeah. shot, you know. So that's that's how I look at it. But no, you, I, I know you enjoy I it. I know you enjoy I it. I, I hope I can get you. In, we can get you involved. At the, probably the softball. I'm not sure yet. We'll see. I've been, um, you know, uh, I, I well, I'm trying to try. I had to work. I had to negotiate a little bit, and hopefully he can get me in there in the press box because they have the two table uh, uh, cable companies now covering yeah. the, the baseball. I'm hoping to get in the press box at the sales, um, or at least outside the press box with a table. I don't want to sit in the stands. Right. All due respect to the wonderful fan base in the Lehigh Valley. I right. really don't want to sit with you guys if I can help it because it's usually. Right. No, it's hard. It's, it's so much easier for us when we have. Yeah. A table uh, or something. Yeah. So. Right. And stuff. Yeah. No, I know. I, I, Hey, look, I love, I like softball. It's quicker, you know, uh, yeah. it, you know, you have quite a setup there at Page Park. Well, I if, it, especially I'm filling it, in for Keith Kroller and, all is well. Yeah, they may, they they give you a seat in the outhouse, right? You know, the old bathroom out there, probably. No, I, it's great. I, I love. Look at I I love it, and and I love both sports, and uh, um, it's just unfortunate scheduling. What are you going to do? I mean, they they they. Uh, I, right. I, th I think they right. could stagger it a little bit, but I know that the the they they, you know, they they do have limited dates, and and we we do get rain. You know, that causes problems. There's proms they have to be wary of, and. Uh, right. Maybe graduation soon. I, I, you know, all kind of things are happening. So we'll we'll see. But uh, yeah, I would love to be there uh, at both venues. But I'm probably going to be right. I'm uh, going to be at the sales for the baseball tomorrow for the uh, four o'clock game. And Liberty's happy about this because you jinxed Liberty last year. I had that is true. Liberty baseball was a juggernaut when I covered when I covered them. You, I think that you had two. True. You had two games, and they lost yes. both games. So uh, you that know, is true. It was yeah. So we'll, we'll, believe me, I did not want to approach uh, Andy Patillos after either of those games because uh -huh. I knew what was coming. Yep, yep. So we'll see. But Liberty looking good. We'll see. One loss, nineteen and one, eighteen game winning streak, nineteen and one, and uh, I'm, I'm sorry, they're twenty and one on the nineteen game winning streak, and uh, they wow. play Nazareth tomorrow and uh, East Emmaus and Parkland in the opener. So Naz so good baseball. Nazareth is a team that beat them, right, Keith? The one, that was March 29th, and I think Liberty had like seven airs, but yes, they did beat them in uh, on March 29th. It was eight. To, I think <laughs> okay, it was eight to yeah, three. Yeah. Haven't lost since though. Yeah. Uh, Liberty did not See, lose in the month of April. They and so far they're so so far so good, and they're talented. Uh, you may know some of those some of those boys from working over there, but 
they have these really talented sophomores, Jacob Rivera and Noah Guark. I can't I can't pronounce his name. Guach Quirk. He's got three names. Noah. Let's go. Just call him Noah. Okay. Uh and he's he's he hasn't given up in a run in like twenty four innings. So he's I did see that. I did see that. He's, yeah, he's yeah, lights out. Impressive. Lights out. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Looking forward to it. But uh Mike, pleasure. Always good to chat with you. We'll do it again sometime very soon, okay? Agreed. Thank you very much. Do you have anything else? Any any party shots? Okay. Do, I do not, but uh, con, uh, we uh, can please consider me for the next uh, uh, installment of your Hall of Fame, please. <laughs> That's pathetic. I'm begging. That's I'm pathetic. like Joel Embiid with the MVP. I'm trying to beg and beg and beg my way in. <laughs> and you're going to throw him under the bus like Embiid does if you don't get your way. Exactly. I, I, I got you. I got that you. Is, All right. That is true. Mike, we enjoyed right. it. Thank you. We'll talk again Thank soon. You, sir. That's Mike Blouse. Yep. Watch his coverage of the lacrosse scene. Does it very, very well. NMcall.com. We need a break. Come back after this. He pitched great uh, baseball against Easton in the EPC quarterfinals. Five innings pitched, allowed just two hits, three walks, nine strikeouts. Blue Eagles red hot, playing really good ball. Um, they uh, they advanced with a 7-1 win over Easton and will now take on Liberty match matchup number three between the Hurricanes and the Blue Eagles. That is set for tomorrow night. Uh, you heard earlier Tim Nyman talking about the rains in the forecast. We'll keep our fingers crossed, but Nazareth slated to play Liberty at the sales approximate seven o'clock start. Jake Daly uh, is the guy. I'll tell you what, he is batting 413. He's got uh, a ton of extra base hits as a pitcher. He's 4 0. 1.16 ERA, 69 strikeouts in 36 and one-third innings. Watch out for Nazareth. Watch out for Jake Daly, who is our player of the week. Uh, and he joins on the baseball front Luke DeShanes from Emmaus, Reese D'Amico from Liberty, Matt Tankrit from Emmaus, Blake Barthel from Parkland, and Ben Boyer from Northwestern Lehigh as our past Calling All Sports Baseball Players of the Week. We'll keep it going right through districts, I think. We'll keep it so that's probably another three weeks. We'll keep this thing rolling. Softball gonna go up north to Sladington. Walnutport, if you will, that area up there. Jordan Hemingway. Jordan Hemingway, great, great name if you like writing and stuff like that. But uh, she's also a great softball player. Uh Jordan Hemingway. What a what a stretch run she's had for the uh, North Northern Lehigh Bulldogs. Four for four. Against Palmerton, three doubles, two RBIs. Two for three against Caddy with uh, four RBIs. Four for five against Southern Lehigh with a home run, a double, four RBIs. And in a playoff loss, the the Palisades Pirates knocked off Northern Lehigh the other night in the Colonial League quarterfinal. She went three for four with uh, a double and three RBIs. Jordan Hemingway, both Jake and Jordan are juniors. So looking forward to seeing what they do even next year. Uh, once the, the the current season's over, uh, and Jordan joins Hannah Meeker. Uh, I'm sorry, that's not right. I I can't even read my own writing here. Uh, Hannah Bowsher. Uh, oh man, I'm 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 screwing this. Uh, Hannah Mikowski. I can't even read my own writing. That that's that's how bad I am. Hannah Mikowski was honored from Northampton. Hannah Bauscher was honored from Southern Lehigh. Cassie Aquino honored from Whitehall. Delaney Troxel from Catasauqua. 
Jordan Merklin, Abeka, and now Jordan Hemingway uh, from uh, Northern Lehigh are calling all sports honorees uh, in, in the sport of softball. So there you have that. Looking forward to the see how these um, uh, playoff games unfold. Uh, real quick, uh, uh, Mr. Stone. Uh, Mr. Groller. Just uh, you're into the tennis. Uh, I, uh, tennis over? You've been following the tennis pretty much? Well, they had the um, the District 11 doubles championships yesterday. And so congrats to uh, Becca in 2A and to uh, Parkland in 3A. Took home the doubles championships yesterday. Uh, I believe, though, that, you know, the states are still going on. Yeah. And so I need to catch myself up on that. I will have that info for you by next week where, uh, you know, our schools like Liberty and Parkland, like our elite tennis teams in this area are right now as far as the states. We don't talk about tennis too much, although we should because I played it in high school and, and you played it. Mm-hmm. I think you, you, you still play, right? You still I get sure a, do. Yeah. Whenever I can. Uh I don't know where we're at in the, in the tennis world right now. Um, I know uh, what's coming. What's the next big tournament coming up? The, the French Open coming up or what? I think it would be the French, yeah. And I know Wimbledon's always around the 4th of July. Right. Let uh, me double check that, but I think so. Do we have uh, – uh, who's the girl that's on the rise in, in that sport? Are you talking Coco Goff? I'm talking professional. Yeah. I don't know if it's Coco. Is it another girl? You know, Keith, I'm not as caught up as I should be here. I don't hey, know how much I'm me and you. I, I'm still rank. stuck. I'm still stuck in the um, Chris Everett, uh, Billie Jean King, uh, <laughs> Martina Navratilova era with the women. God, I got you beat by a little bit there. And though. and Bjorn Borg and John Macaro and Jimmy. I'm kind of stuck in the '70s with a lot of things. But uh, get us up to, please. Well, now, the, that, now that you don't have the Sixers occupying every right. every minute I have of no your day anymore. You can you can devote a little bit more energy, a little bit more time to the sport of tennis. You're right, and, and the French one is next. Correct. The French Open is next on the docket. That's uh, late May. I want to say that's going to start off. Okay. Um, what else did I want to say to you? I forget. Oh, I want to ask you what what's the happy hour schedule for you this week? I will be on Tuesday and Thursday this week. So finally, this week I've I've got the normal schedule of Tuesday Thursday. Is Tom Fallon back tomorrow? Do we know? He will not be back tomorrow. Who's who's running the show tomorrow? So tomorrow, Mike Raymond is going to be on with Connor Mills. And then I believe I am on Tuesday with Mr. Joe Ivan. And uh, put it this way. If you think that I have it bad with you, with you rubbing it in a little bit on, on the 76ers. I, I, I just. No, I'm saying c- compared to what I'm going to get from Joe Ivan on Tuesday, this is a softball. Like this is the easy stuff right here. And I thank you for that. Well, that's because I'm sympathetic to you. I know you are, and I appreciate that. I, I hope you. I don't like realize. to kick. I don't like to kick somebody who's down. I don't either. I might. I might step on just a little bit, but I don't like to kick. I, I've got a bunch of good friends from uh, my college days who are big Boston Celtics fans, and I've texted them both. You know, good luck today. I, I don't mean it, but I will always extend my luck. I'll never. I never can root for the. I mean, it's in my. That's in, embedded in me from my youth. Uh, I cannot root for the Celtics. I would probably even root for the Sixers against them. That's saying a lot. Yeah, the Celtics are the one team. I, I, I think it under never... my skin since I'm a little guy. And, of course, I was a, a, a Laker. I was a Will Chamberlain fan. So, yeah, mm-hmm. if you follow the history, you know the Celtics own Will Chamberlain, basically. But um, just can never root for, for the Celtics. But, all right. 
We got to take a break. On the other side of the break, Dave, to talk some deer of football. We're going to talk about the Lehigh Valley All-Star event, and he's got a powder puff event up in Nazareth uh, that uh, I believe is back after a break because of COVID. We're going to go to old friend of mine, Mr. Dave Luddy, head coach of the deer football team, and he's got all kind of stuff going on. Dave, good morning. How are you doing today? Hey, Keith. How are you? Where are you? I can see. I can know you're in a car. Where are you headed? To Newark Airport. My wife's been in Ireland for two weeks, so my my vacation's over. <laughs> you son of a gun! We could de- <laughs> we could delete the tape if you would prefer not that uh, to be uh, you know archived that that comment there. If you oh, no, no. She's a world traveler. She she does a lot of travel, does she? Doesn't she? Uh, yeah, I mean, with with her job, um, you know, she works from home, but uh, you know, she goes to Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, Elkton, West Virginia, Raleigh, Durham, mm-hmm. North Carolina. Um, just did a two-week stint in Ireland, and probably not this calendar year, but I think next calendar year, New Zealand. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's it's, uh, you it's a wonderful experience for ho- Hopefully one of these times it uh, lines up correctly with my schedule that I, I'll be able to accompany her, obviously, but... Uh, you know, with uh, everything going on and, you know, quite frankly, shortage of substitute teachers, it's a little rough to get out of school right now. I hear you. Uh, Dave, uh, I know. speaking of your schedule, you got a lot lot going on. Uh, talk about this. And I, this is usually obviously a, um, a fall event, um, the Powder Puff event that it's been a big part of the Nazareth community for many, many years. Tell, tell, us, tell us about that, which is coming up, I believe, at the end of the month. Yeah, it, it is it is a huge event, and, um, you know, it's something that's really near and dear to my heart and something I hope to do, you know, for as long as I'm, I'm teaching, you know, as long as there's interest, and there's huge interest, you know, amongst the students, so that doesn't seem to be a problem. Uh, you know, it started off as uh, a group of kids came to me about eight years ago, not, well, no, not counting COVID, let's go back to 2013, I guess, and uh, wanted to do a powder puff game to raise money for the Best Buddies Club, and, uh, you know, we threw it together in a, a couple of weeks. And, you know, now it's grown into a full-blown event, you know, where we have the Take a Taco food truck coming, Sprinkles ice cream truck is coming. You know, we have the band concession stand will be open with their uh, French fries that everybody loves. Um, you know, we shifted our focus to Dream Come True. We hooked up with them a couple of years ago. And, uh, you know, we're able to send two kids a year with serious illnesses on their dream, whatever it is that they want to do, who they want to meet or where they want to go. Uh, most of them want to go to Disney for obvious reasons. You know, this year we're going to be playing for McCoy and Andrew, and uh, we're going to be doing everything we can to get McCoy and Andrew to Disney, which is where both of them wish to go. Um, do we know where they're from? Those two young youngsters. Uh, Andrew, I know, is from Nazareth. McCoy, off the top of my head, I I don't remember. Okay. I have to go back and okay. and double check. But she's very local. She's either Bethlehem or Nazareth. Okay, I'm pretty uh, sure. What's the What's the date for this, Dave? So the day is the date is Tuesday, May thirty first. Uh, kickoff is at six thirty. Uh, there's a pregame parade. Um, 
every year we switch back and forth between honoring different groups. We either play an, an Army-Navy game or a fire-police game. And in this year's cycle, we're playing a fire and police game. So we have a huge parade before the game with fire trucks, police cars. It is loud. We get some angry phone calls the next day from neighbors. But, you know, it's, uh, it's a once-a-year once event. And, uh, you know, as you said in the beginning, we haven't done this since 2019. Yeah, before COVID. Uh, yeah. COVID. The fall yeah, of 2019. Yeah, uh, 2020. Mm -hmm. Yep, 2020 was a washout, obviously, with COVID. And then we tried to do it in the fall, but then Omicron popped up. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we just figured let's err on the side of caution and, you know, move it to the spring. And uh, who knows, maybe it'll become an annual spring event now. You know, nothing really is going on at that time of year. And, uh, you know, the weather should be nice to get more of a walk-up crowd. And, uh, you know, we'll see, we'll see how that goes this year. You know, if we get good weather, I expect – a really good crowd. It's five dollars to get in. Um, veterans, as always, get in free. Uh, fire and police personnel can get in free, obviously. And then we have a huge hospitality tent uh, for them, you know. And then we do a uh, special halftime show to recognize, you know, our fire and police. Um, you know, I, I just look at, you know, the tragedy that happened yesterday in Buffalo. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there was a retired police officer that you know, put himself in front of others and, you know, died saving others. And, you know, police that just run in there and, you know, protect us every day. You know, my brother's a fireman. Your father was a fireman. You know, it's just, you know, to honor these people and, and our cheerleaders who, they're a riot. You know, the eighth grade boys are a riot. And uh, they're going to be honoring our doctors and nurses, um, you know, and again, you know, for, for everything they did, you know, throughout COVID, you know, it, it's an honor to be able to honor those people that protect us every day. Well, I also have a son who's a firefighter too. And uh, it's obviously, and I have my brother-in-law's a retired firefighter. So I have a, a lot of connections to the fire department. Great respect, great respect uh, for oh. anybody who puts their life on the line, whether it's in the military or in this, uh, uh, world that we call first responders and uh, man i i support my wife gets mad at me but i can't say no when i get a solicitation in the mail from like tunnels to towers and stuff like that it's hard for yeah. me to it's hard for me to throw it in the trash bin i usually send try to send something but i hope it's a great success for you dave uh now also coming up you're gonna be a, you're gonna be coaching in the uh what they used to call the mcdonald's i don't think mcdonald's is the sponsor anymore is that correct um they are part of. They are one of the sponsors, but it's now the Lehigh Valley All Star Football Classic. Okay. And you're excited about that? It's first time as a head coach. Oh, oh my God! Are you kidding me? It's 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 unbelievable. When I got the call way back in January, it it, it you know brought tears to my eyes just to be you know asked to be a part of you know this game that's been a staple of the Lehigh Valley community for such a long time. And again, we're you know raising money for the Ronald McDonald House, which is helping others and. Uh, you know, it's it's been incredible, and I know this gets said every year by every coach, and I'm sure Sean uh, Daniel, who's coaching the uh, gold team, will say the same thing. It's an absolute honor and a pleasure to talk to these kids from these other schools, you know, that you know, they're excited to play, and, you know, you just get to know them on a personal level, and I really look forward to getting on the field uh, with them and start putting everything together. Um, I got a great group of guys working with me. Robbie Miloski was my first phone call. Uh, Robbie's going to be calling the offense. Uh, I have my son, Mitch, 
We just played in the game several years ago. He's going to be coaching with us. Danny Burns from PMEs and uh, uh, Travis Brett from Caddy are going to be with me uh, during that game. Should be a lot of fun. Yeah, it's terrific. And I know they, they I believe they changed the tra- uh, the schedule, the, the the practice schedule, right? Yeah, it's two Sundays now, June fifth and June twelfth. Uh, we have the kids there from nine to four, and uh, you know we are going to feed them in between sessions and you know Nazareth's you know they're you know and I'm not saying it's because from there and I work there but you know they're so accommodating you know with you know opening up the schools for us you know for whatever we need and uh, you know we, we'll be able to do some chalkboard and you know things of that nature so it's it's exciting it's it's uh it's a great game it's definitely geared towards the offense if you if you read through the rules it is definitely you know, sometimes I think they want a 60 to 59 outcome, but, uh, you know, that's what makes it exciting, I guess. I hear you. I, I've been there many, many times. It's a, it's a, I don't have to worry about it anymore because our deadline are so early that I don't care anymore. They could play till midnight for all I care now. But uh, the, when we did have a, a like a 10 o'clock deadline, it, uh, uh, it was problematic. I was pulling my hair out sometimes covering that game over the years, but uh, I, I hope it goes on. I hope it's a, I, I, you know, I know it's going to go on. I hope it's a great success. I'll probably visit the, are the two teams practicing the same at the same times? Yeah. Um, we'll alternate between Andrew S. Lay stadium and the middle school turf field, okay. uh, you know, throughout the day. And uh, yeah, we're both going to be at the same place at the same time. Okay. Um, well, I'll try you know, to get up there then. Sundays. Cause usually I had made those, the, that, that the, the, they, you know, the week of the game, I would come up multiple times, but I'll just try to get, try to get up there on those two Sundays. Then that'll be, uh, uh, that that'll be the neat way to do it. And and finally, anything else new on Deer football? We got to go here, so keep it concise here, Dave. But anything on Deer football we can report? It's it's been an incredible off season. I couldn't be happier with the way the off season's unfolded. Uh, brought in some new blood to the coaching staff: former head coaches Joe Spitali, James Brown. Uh, longtime football coach in the area, Matty Birch, is back with us. And uh, Derek Weedling from Southern Lehigh, who was on John Holman's staff for a long time at Southern Lehigh, joined us. So we revamped the staff. We got a lot of interest. Uh, we have 62 kids signed up right now, and we're having an open combine tryout this Thursday where supposedly there's 20 to 30 kids that signed up. So interest in Deer football is at an all-time high, I think. And uh, you know, we're ready to start turning the page here a little bit. I'm excited for you. I'm excited for you. Um, and uh, no no, uh, no progress with the practice field, though. You're still going to be over at Keck? So we are still going to be over at Keck Park, but we made some adjustments that are going to make things a lot easier for everybody. Um, uh, you know, the, the negotiations are still going on, obviously, between everybody, but that's, you know, all I can really say about that. But uh, we will be at Keck Park for the foreseeable future, but... Um, you know, through the hard work of Dave Stout and uh, the good folks up on Penn Street, you know, Central Administration, they made lives a lot easier for us okay. uh, to get to and from Keck Park and, and for storage. And it should be more of a normal year. All right. Well, let's hope so. Dave, all the best to you. I'm sorry we got to run here, but we got to get going. Safe travels to Newark, and we'll talk again very soon, my friend. All right. Thanks, Keith. Always a pleasure. All right. I'll be up there on June 5th probably for practice. So I'll see you then. All right. That's that's Dave Luddy, the head coach of the Deer Huskies. We gotta take a timeout, wrap up this edition of Calling Us Sports after this. I wanna thank 
the the co-host, the producer of this show, Mr. Andrew Stone. Again, tune him in Tuesday and Thursday. I want I always want to see if I can trade dates here and, and see if I can come on with you on Tuesday. I mean, just as I a, know. my guest slot. My I guest know. slot. Well, I, I did get you this past Monday. Yes, so you did. That was fun. Uh did did you appreciate your intro with uh the little Depeche Mode reference? No, I d I didn't get that. <laughs> I didn't get that. Give me that right, again. So they're they're an old rock band. They're they're coming to uh, Hershey Park in a right. couple of days. Yeah, and you're going to that. Month. I heard that. Yeah. No, I'm not going actually. But okay. They uh they have a song called Personal Jesus, and yes, I said yes, yeah yeah, and I said this uh, yeah, is the I man went, I refer to as my personal Jesus and, because I spend every Sunday morning with him. And 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 because you it made sense. you know you probably say you know Jesus you know a couple yeah, times different that's times that's when I turn my mic off exactly during the course of the show as I'm late for yeah, breaks as we're all getting the time. close to time right yes exactly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I get it I mean I get it but but no I, I know what you mean if if you uh because Mondays are the one day where it's tougher for me to be in here so well it's if you tough for me to tomorrow I, the only reason now if it rains then but I will be in the middle of a ball game so. Um, we'll, we'll, do it, we'll do it with Mike Raymond and who's the other? And Connor Mills will be in there. Okay. Get an inside look at Hollywood with Michael Rosenbaum. Let's get inside of my buddy, Kamal Nanjiani. When you talk about Eternals and it wasn't the response that you were hoping, how did that affect you? Marvel thought that we'd be going on a wave of raves, you know, and it wasn't true. The reviews were really bad. And you were aware of it while you were on tour? Yeah, I was too aware of it. And so very intentionally, I did start counseling. Emily says that I do have trauma from it. Inside of you with Michael Rosenbaum. Wherever you listen.